What up, y'all? Welcome to episode three of Practice. I'm your host, Coach Reese, and today is Halloween, so I figured we would talk about how scary failure is. Yo, failure is scary. Like, no lie. Like, the fear of failure will literally keep you from living out your dreams. The fear of failure will literally keep you from like pursuing anything, maybe not even the dreams. Like the fear of failure may even be keeping you from even dreaming in the first place. So if failures keep you from dreaming or the fear of failures keep you from dreaming, then that means you're really not chasing your dreams or even trying to live out a dream because the failure could be so crippling that it's preventing you from even being able to like allow your imagination to go there. So before we jump in, I wanna remind you why practice exists. Practice exists because I believe that people need applicable skills so that, so that way they can develop the mindsets and the habits and the psychological skills to actually live out their purposeful confidence. And as your coach, my role is to teach you, not just tell you, but teach you what the skills are, what the mindset is, and then how to apply it to your life so that way you can live out your purpose of confidence because that is my mission and that's why this show exists. And I'll also tell you, as your coach, like I am having to face fears right here, right now. The fear of failure is so real for me just because I feel like I can teach this and I apply it, it doesn't mean I've perfected it, right? I still have to use every single concept and drill I'm about to give you, I have to use it to in order for me to be able to um, live out my dream in order for me to be able to sit in front of this camera and talk to you I'm facing fears on an every single day basis so I'm excited to hop into this episode and I got to tell you you really need to make sure that you stay till the last of the drills or you can skip forward it's your prerogative I ain't gonna be mad either way but I got some really good drills that are gonna help you face your fears face your fear of failure and allow you to go on a pursuit of purpose let's get into it y'all so today's quote is, we fear what we don't know. Again, we fear what we don't know. And I thought that this quote was so perfect as we hop into the huddle and we get into practice today is so you can situate your mind around, we fear what we don't know. And the reason why we have an experience anxiety is because of the fear of the unknown. And so if we fear what we don't know, Oftentimes we attach that same feeling of fear to the failure that is possible. But the first thing that I wanna tell you about failure is it's inevitable. So if we can sit and say, you know what? Failure is inevitable. So that must mean it's not if it happens, it's when it happens. So a part of us healing our relationship with failure is saying to ourselves, failure is going to happen. So it's not necessarily if, but when, and when it does, I am prepared because I have the mindset, I have the habits, I have the strength, I have authentic capital, I have the growth mindset that's gonna allow me to say failure is a part of the process. It's not the whole process, but it's a part of the process. And one of the things that I have to focus on is, it's not necessarily if it happens, but when it happens, how am I gonna respond? Right, and that's what this is about. My job as your coach is to help you handle, number one, healing your relationship uh, with fear, healing your relationship with failure, but also helping you develop the psychological capital, the mindset that says, I can handle fear. So when fear shows up, I got this. All right, y'all, so now that we've already situated what we're talking about today's episode, I'm super excited because we got my boy, Jay-Z. So if you know me, you know that like 
Jay-Z is one of my guys all the way back to uh, middle school. I used to have literally Jay-Z posters next to my wall. I printed them out uh, at the school library, black and white, and they just was, they was there like this. But I couldn't really do this because I didn't want my mom to think I was like a part of the Illuminati and I was disowning my faith. So I would just be like doing it on the side. Anyways, Jay-Z, Beyonce have a song called uh, nice. It's on the Carter's album. The whole album is just fire. Love it from top to bottom. But on the song Nice, Jay-Z has some bars and he says this. Jay-Z says the coldest bar and he goes, what would you do you know you couldn't fail? I have no fear of anything, do everything well. So let me say that again. What would you do you know you couldn't fail? I have no fear of anything, do everything well. I promise you I wish I was a rapper, but that's not what this is about. I'm one of those hoopers who want to be a rapper, but I'm really an R&B type of chick on a low low. So as we get into some of these songs, you might see my like rapper side start to come out. Anyways, back to the bars. What would you do you know you couldn't fail? I have no fear of anything, do everything well. So here's what's so dope about this. So as we really break this down and see how we're gonna apply this to helping us grow, number one, in healing our fear, our, our relationship with failure and fear, but also helping us grow in self-awareness. So the first key that I need you to grab is this. Self-awareness will help you heal your relationship with fear of failure. Growing in self-awareness, that's our emotional intelligence, right, is going to help you heal your relationship with the fear of failure. And that's what I really want you to hang on to today is understanding that piece. So I'm going to ask you that question. What would you do if you know you wouldn't fail? What would you do? Like even, even pause this video, wait till the video's over. I even please do me a favor and write it in the comments. What would you do if you know you couldn't fail? So let me tell you a personal story. I have to ask myself on a daily basis, as I am living out this pursuit um, of my purpose, the next level of my purpose, the fear of failure, I don't so much have a problem with. It's the fear of lack of elevation. So one of my strengths, uh, if you're familiar with strengths finders, is significance. And so I don't want things to happen just for me. Like I want dope things to happen in my life, honestly, so I can give God the glory. Like so I can give props to people, work ethic, the people who supported me, my village, and give God the glory. I saw Eric Thomas recently. He was like, if you're not number one, God really can't get the glory. And I was like, oh, I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not giving the glory to, you know, number 456. So I got to be able to do what I got to do. I got to be able to do my part so that way I can give God the glory and really be like, if it wasn't for God, y'all like for real, for real. And I'm not just blowing smoke up your butt. Here's, here's this one of the tattoos that I got. It says shine for him, eyes off me. And I got these tattoos when I was 19. Shine for him, eyes off me. I apologize for the cultural appropriation. In my early teens, I did not understand all of that. I would never do it again. But shine for him, eyes off me. So at an early age, I knew that I wanted to do amazing things so I can give God the glory. Like that was just it. And it doesn't help that I happen to be a Leo and I'm a confidence coach and all those other things, but that's also where I have to make sure that I'm being very intentional with how I'm going about things so that way it doesn't um, create blurred lines. But all that to say is I have to be intentional with facing my fears of failures because I know that I want to be able to uh, inspire as many people as possible, one, for the glory of God, and two, so I can execute and live out my purpose. So when I asked myself, what would I do if I knew I wouldn't fail? It was this, 
it is this. So anytime I feel like I want to step away, anytime I feel like I want to uh, digress and maybe go back to work in an eight to five or digress and just, I don't know, find something different, it like pains me. Because when I ask myself the question, what would I do? Not just making YouTube videos is what I would do. Inspiring other people, being able to pour into others, being able to empower others, energize others. That is what I would do. If somebody gave me $10,000, $50,000 tomorrow and said, how would your life change? It wouldn't. I would still be doing the exact same thing because this is what I would do if I knew that I wouldn't fail. So that's the first question I need you to ask yourself is what would you do if you knew you wouldn't fail? So when we get into the next piece, when Jay-Z is like, I have no fear of anything, do everything well. I have no fear of anything, do everything well. I can almost guarantee that Jay-Z is taking some time to sit down and get to the roots of his fears, sit down and really get to the roots of the development, uh, sit down and get to the roots of his failures. And if you listen to a couple of his past albums, like 444, uh, he, and then, you know, Beyonce and Lemonade, they've talked about their failures, right? They've talked about their marital failures, their friendship failures, their business failures. Like these cats is giving out games, especially on this album. So I think that you get to a level of disowning and creating separation or living a fear less life or a life where you fear less when you're able to say, you know what? I'm gonna get to the root of these fears. I'm gonna get to the root of my fear of failure. And that is an exercise that allows you to grow in self-awareness. And when you grow in that self-awareness, the next stage is managing it. So when we talk about healing your relationship with failure, right? Or we talk about healing your relationship with the fear of failure and you start to grow in that self-awareness, managing it is your response. Your job is to not do not not do anything when the when the fear feeling comes up. Right, it's not to not do anything when the if, but when, but it's how you respond is your ability, okay? How you respond is your ability to manage the feeling, right? How you respond is your ability to grow in self-management, right? Or to execute self-management. So there's the self-awareness. I am very aware of my fears. I am very aware of how this fear of failure can cripple me. I'm very aware of how this fear of failure can prevent me from living out my dreams. Now that I'm aware of it, when I start to execute, right? When I start to get after it, what happens now is that feeling comes up, but because I'm self-aware, I know what that feeling is, right? And now I know how to address that feeling. Now I know how to get to the root of that feeling because I have parameters in place that tell me this is how you're gonna combat that. Then that's me exercising self-management. Okay, so those are the first two aspects of emotional intelligence, your self-awareness and your self-management. But it doesn't matter if you're self-aware if you can't manage it. So your response is your ability to manage what you are now aware of. The next bar when Jay-Z's like, I do everything well. I do everything well. And I think a lot of people wouldn't, wouldn't beg to differ. Like Jay-Z probably does everything well or he stays in his lane and does what he does well. And after Bruh's been in the game for what, like three decades now, almost three decades, that means he's putting a lot of practice. And that is exactly why this show is called Practice. Because when you get in reps, you get better. 
and then you are more aware of what you're really good at you're able to stay in your lane and also bringing other people alongside you to help mitigate some of those fears right help mitigate some of those areas of failure or also coming on the other side of failure and help you leverage those failures so that way you don't do those failures or commit those failures again so the next piece of self-awareness is knowing what it is that you want to be good at knowing what it is you want to be great at knowing what it is that you want to grow in right knowing what it is that your purpose is knowing what your craft is so that way you know exactly what skills you need in order to mitigate some of those failures you're not going to be able to avoid all failures right we already talked about that it's not if but when but there are certain things that you can do ahead of time to prevent certain failures from happening right so if i can look at a list of what is it that i want to do where do i want to go i could also take some time to think about who do i learn from who can i learn from has anybody ever done this before can i learn from somebody else's mistakes so that way i don't make those mistakes and that's why there's so many dope podcasts out there right like so many books and things um, or mentors that's what they're for is to help shave off 10 years from your learning process right so that's why number one is so important to have humility okay i've talked about this before i'm gonna talk about it probably every single episode you cannot grow in self-awareness without humility you cannot live out your purpose with confidence if you're not willing to be humiliated okay humiliation and humility go hand in hand and so if you're willing to humble yourself and you're willing to face those fears of you being humiliated for failing and you put yourself in a specific spot that says i am human which centers humanity that allows you to tap in and say hey you know what i don't i don't know everything i need your help whether it's you reaching out to a mentor uh physically one-on-one -on -one, or it's you joining a mastermind or a master class or you're getting a course or you like following somebody on youtube or to, like right now is the best time for anybody to learn how to do anything they desire to do because there's a limitless amount of resources out there in in all areas shapes or forms okay so in order for you to be able to diminish uh belittle decrease divorce your your fear of failure you have to be able to know where you want to get better at then you have to be able to practice in those areas because when you practice in the areas that you're you have the fear in what happens is you get better and you put in those reps and you're getting better at your craft and when you put in the reps what happens your psychological mindset starts to grow and what's our psychological mindset confidence we have a confident psychological mindset we have a growth mindset we have a mindset that says i am doing the work to increase my performance as a human and my performance just in life and in my craft and when you do that you focus on growing your confidence what decreases that fear because you're like i got this so that fear diminishes so when that feeling rises up the response that you choose is a response that says i'm good i know how to handle this i know how to attack this i know how to overcome this i know how to leverage this okay so what would you do you know you couldn't fail i have no fear of anything do everything well what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail I have no fear of anything. Have the ability, have the strength, have the courage to dive into developing your craft so that way you have no fear of anything. And that way you say, I can, I do everything well. I do everything in my area well, but I'm still not as good as I desire to be. And that's what keeps me committed to this process. That's what keeps me committed to being okay with the failures that happen along the road. Because everything is an iterative process. 
And I, I didn't really start learning about the word iteration and iterative until I started getting my doctorate. We'll talk about that later. Iteration literally means like the repetition of a process, right? In order to be able to grow and develop. So writing a dissertation is an iterative process. Growing and getting better and being committed at your craft is an iterative process. Getting the show and podcast to the level that I want it to be is an iterative process. And so I can't allow the fear of failure to prevent me from being committed to the iterative process. So one thing that allows me to be committed is knowing that this is an iterative process. Knowing that, I know that that I might work really, really hard at doing this episode and only 15 people may watch the first 30 seconds. Is that, is? It, but here's the thing though. I have to then ask myself, here's the thing though about that. That's a real life fear of failure. So the second thing that I want you to think about is how am I really defining failure? How am I really defining my fear of failure? This is why it's important to get to the root of it. Because if I focus on my ability to be committed to the process in the long game and me sitting down to record this episode, if that is the success and that's how I'm measuring my personal success and growth, then it doesn't matter how many people watch this. It could be five, it could be 500 in a in, in, in couple years, it could be five million, who knows, right? But I have to base my feeling, or I have to base my measurement of success based off of something that has to do with me and not you, okay? In order for me to be committed to this process, in order for me to grow up my craft and get better and become as best as I can be, in order for me to live out my purpose with confidence, I have to make sure that I'm measuring things that I can control, not you can control. So that's what you have to ask yourself is, Am I measuring my growth based off of other people? Am I measuring my development based off of other people? Okay, so if I think about the fear of failure, is it a failure because only 15 people watched it or is it a success because I actually completed and I stayed committed? And honestly, that's something that a lot of us probably struggle with. I'm sure if you're somebody who wants to become a content creator, you wanna hop on YouTube full-time, TikTok, all these other spaces, you're probably like, man, if I do this video and I spent all these hours and did nobody watch it, like, I'm gonna be mad, that's a waste of my time. I'm gonna tell you the first couple episodes right now of practice only have like 16 views, right? So my mission is one, to stay committed regardless of the views. Because this could never take off, but I think that God is working in my heart for me to just be committed regardless of the results. Obviously after a couple months or a year or something like that, I have to be able to look back and say, okay, am I posting at the wrong times? Am I making sure I'm reaching out for engagement? Am I marketing it well? Is it the show format? You know, all those different things. But there's also a lot of other people out there who are doing, you know, maybe similar things. Can I reach out to them and figure out what other things can I add into this process to make it better, right? Like that's a part of being committed. That's a part of understanding it's iterative. That's the other part of saying like, how do I grow and look at the failures of what I'm doing, right? Uh, before I recorded this, I stumbled upon somebody's um, podcast on YouTube and he had, he was on like, episode 145 and I looked at his his page his YouTube page and um he had only there were some shows he had like five views seven views eight views uh nothing really had over 10 views and he was on episode 145 and something that really hit me was like am I willing to stay committed 
on episode 145, even if only 10 people are watching my videos. I, look, <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna sit, I'm gonna sit here right now and I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you, right? I wanna be as humble, um, open, uh, transparent, and I got that from Transformation Church, but I wanna be as open with you. I, I hope so. If this is, if I still feel like this is a calling on my life is to speak, if God is still pouring ideas into me and I still have the, the space and the time and the resources and the knowledge and the wisdom to share, um, I hope that I have that level of commitment. Now, um, I hope that I would have made some adjustments in what I'm doing, like I just said, but you know, that's something that I really had to ask myself is, but is that the level of commitment that I have? Because all I could be responsible for is my effort. That's it. I can only be responsible for my effort. And I and the rest is up to God and the algorithm and people sharing and liking, right? But I really think it's up to God. So if this is something that God has for me to do, and this is something, a vehicle that I'm supposed to use, I believe that it will it'll do what it's supposed to do. My job is to show up and do the work. And I just gotta give the rest to God. And that's exactly where I go back to shine for him eyes off of me and i really want to be able to work as hard as i can to live out my purpose with confidence so that way god can get the glory at the end of the day and i can say all i did was show up and do the work right like there's nothing special about me besides i showed up and i did the work so that's the next piece to uh, um so that's the next piece to really get into the root of healing your relationship with fa with failures are you committed to your craft? Are you committed to the iterative process of, of growth? Are you committed to stick with it even if nobody else is really rocking with you? Are you committed to be able to say with confidence, I have no fear of anything, do everything well. I don't even care what your well is. That's up to you to decide. But you have to think about how are you measuring your well? How are you measuring your failure? Because you might be measuring your failure based off of something that's not even really a failure. It's just really FOPO. And fear is, uh, and FOPO is fear of other people's opinions. So you might be more worried about the other people's opinions, which makes you feel like you're failing, but it's you're just using the wrong measuring stick. So I wanna encourage you today is, is to really sit and look and say, Whose measuring stick am I using when it comes to measuring and tracking my growth? Is it somebody else's? Is it somebody else's opinions? Or is it really me and myself? And now we're talking about imposter syndrome, right? Now we're talking about all these other things that start to creep up that are preventing you from making the moves that you really need to make, from making the moves that you're worthy of making. All right, y'all, so I wanna to talk to you about authentic capital real quick. Authentic capital is you honing in on being yourself and utilizing your strengths, gifts, gifts, abilities, knowledges, and lived experiences to be your best self. Jay-Z also said this, I have no fear of jail, I was born in the trap. I have no fear of death, we all born to do that. When he says, I have no fear of jail, I was born in the trap. I have no fear of death, we're all born to do that. He said, when he says this, what I hear is resistance. What I hear is resilience. And these are two aspects of cultural capital and the authentic capital model that I use. So when you think about you going from survival mode and working to get to thrive mode, you have to be able to lean into your authentic capital and say, what is my upbringing caused me? What is my upbringing? How has it empowered me to be the me that I am today? Right? So if I know that I've been through some whoo, 
some things, right? If I know that I've been through some things that have empowered me to get to this spot that I am in today, I know that I've made it through. I know that I know that I know that I ain't no pump. I know that I have the strength because I, I've been through this. And you, you would probably tell somebody, man, if I was to sit down and tell you half my story, you wouldn't even believe it. So I'm talking to that person right now that's like, you know what, man? If it, number one, maybe if it wasn't for God, I'd never be here. There's that part, right? But there's also the part of like, you had to show up. You had to show up for you when nobody else showed up for you. You know what I'm saying? Like you had to develop and utilize some resilience in order for you to even get out of survival mode, in order for you to now try to get to thrive mode. And the reason why I'm speaking to this fear of failure right now is because I don't want your fear of failure to make you forget all that you've already been through that has allowed you to get to the space that you're at right now in your life. So I need you to put some respect on your name. I need you to put some respect on your ability to survive. I need you to put some respect on your resistance and your resilience and the grit that you've had to leverage in order to be here right now watching this YouTube video, right? In order for you to just wake up because I'm not gonna sit up here and act like we've all lived this pretty privileged life and all the above. Absolutely not. You have had to fight through some things. You're still fighting through some things and shout out to you for being here. So I need you to say, you know what? I'm resistant. I need you to be like, you know what? I've got resilience. I need you to say, I'm gonna use that same resistance and resilience and growth mindset to live out my purpose with confidence. But number one, I have to be able to address my fear of failure first. Cause this fear of failure, this fear of the people's opinions is no longer gonna keep me from being able to get what I was born to get, right? It's not gonna keep me from getting what I'm worthy and I deserve of having. So I need you to put some respect on your name. I need you to put some respect on the strength and the diligence and the perseverance that you had to use in order to be here today. All right, y'all, so this uh, this got real. And you know what? There's a little voice in my head that says, man, I feel like I was, I was spitting in this episode. What if nobody watches it? I showed up. That's all I can control is, is I showed up. So my focus is to be consistent in showing up and delivering my absolute best for whoever watches this video. But what I'm gonna ask is though, if you're like, man, okay, Coach Reese, you, okay, Coach Reese, I need you to share it. If this touched you in any way, shape or form, this one, yes, this is a shameless plug to grow the YouTube channel. Of course, this is what I'm doing for a living. So of course I need you to grow it because your girl's trying to get to a thousand subscribers. And the only way that could happen is if you like and subscribe and you share it with somebody else. I'm not gonna play you, but I'm gonna, you know, I gotta speak that real. But I don't feel you, I mean, I don't blame you. Like I watch a lot of the people's pages and I don't subscribe either. I just wait for the videos to pop up. I get it, but don't do me like that which means I probably got to go subscribe these other people's pages too, you know? So I'm a, the same I'm asking you to do for me, I'm gonna go do for them. But for real, for real, if you like this, if this touched you, I need you to drop a comment. If you stayed here this entire time, we about to get to the skill work. We about to get to the application. Like what can you practice to really help you ball out um, in this life, okay? So here are four key steps that I believe will help you Literally, obviously, number one, live out your purpose with confidence, but number two, really be able to heal your relationship with the fear of failure so that way you can just, <clears throat> you can kill the game. You know what I'm saying? You can put some respect on your name. You can really walk out and live this life with a sense of security in being your authentic self. So that way that fear of other people's opinions, that fear of failure will no longer stop you from being 
the person that you was born to be and blessing this earth with just your existence, okay? So here we go. Here are the four tips that I think are four drills that I would like you to work out and for you to practice so that way you can be the beast of a human that you were created to be. Number one, I need you to do a fear scout, okay? As a basketball coach, right, we're in practice right now, scouting is one of the most important things that you can do and it happens a couple different ways, real quick. If I'm out recruiting players to play for my team, I have to scout their talent to see if they're even good enough to be on my team, right? The other part is when we go to play games, I have to scout our opponent. So right now, if I'm asking you to start the habit of doing a fear scout, okay? I need you to sit down, I need you to write down every single area that you feel like is a fear. Whether, it's not even just your fear of failures. If you're saying, I want to, um, quit my job. I want to get in a new relationship. Whatever your area that you want to be able to execute in come this next year, this next month, week or whatever, there's going to be some fears that pop up. So I'm going to ask you to sit down, sit in those fears, feel it. Okay. Grow in that self-awareness and feel it and do a fear scout and let the fear talk to you and just listen. Like you're not going to be able to do this because of that. You're not going to be able to do this because of that. And just, I want you to write it down. Write down every single fear that you have about whatever the situation may be, okay? You have to be able to know who you're playing up against, okay? That's the, the scout is you going out and seeking and getting to know and getting familiar with the fear. That's the self-awareness piece. And then I want you to ask yourself, where did this come from? Right, like don't just do the fear scout. Where did it come from? The same way I would recruit somebody to play for me, I gotta know who she played for before, right? I gotta know what school she went to, right? I gotta know all these different things. You gotta know where did this fear come from? And you really get to the root by saying, I only started fearing that when they started fearing that. I, who put this fear in my mind? Like you gotta really get to, like you may be holding on to a fear that you didn't even give yourself. You may be holding on to a fear that somebody else gave you, but you haven't even really had the time to sit down and think about it. So you're like, I never feared that before. She feared that. So this is why it's important to do a fear scout. Sit and do the fear scout. And then from there, I need you to start moving into creating a failure journal. This is number two, a failure journal. Creating a failure journal is gonna help you heal your relationship with failure because it's gonna allow you to get that much more comfortable with failing, because it's not if, it's when. And without failure, there's no success, right? So when you create a failure journal, this just means whenever you do your time of reflection or maybe even right when the failure happens, you go and you sit down and you write, man, I done failed today. And you talk about it and you dive into it and you really get to the root of like why you made the failure, when the failure happened, who could you have called on in order to help avoid it? And then what can you do in the future? Okay, I'll talk about this some more in the in the future about a couple of failures that I've had. Um, but I share this with my mentees all the time. Thousand dollar failures, multiple thousand dollar failures, or just integrity failures, right? Moral failures, character failures, like it, across the board, I'm open about the failures that I've had, but I'm open about them so that way I can grow and number one, not repeat them again. Number two, learn from them. And number three, do my best job of being a woman of integrity. So have a failure journal. Okay. Number three, we don't want to just sit on the, the failure side and the fear side. We got to have a confidence log. Okay. I remember I told you, I need you to put some respect on your name, respect on your resilience and your strength and your courage. Have a confidence log, right? Whenever something dope happens, um, or you, something you want to do, have a confidence log and be able to write that down. So you can go back and be like, ah, I did that. 
right? Like really be able to give yourself some energy, right? Because we don't always want to look at our weaknesses or our shortcomings and all that. It's beneficial to an extent. But again, we're trying to practice and develop and grow some confidence here. So in order to do that, you got to have a confidence log. And a confidence log is going to be something that's going to help you do that. Something you can go back to. Keep a note in your phone. Keep it somewhere. Whatever that fear starts to creep up, you can be like, nah, I'm good right? Because here are all these different things that I can do. Here are these different things that I have strengths and here are these different things that I've done before. And if I've done it before, I can do it again and I can do it that much better because I've been practicing. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the type of energy I'm, I need you to give to yourself. All right. Number four, I want you to now kind of get in the gap in between those two, right? We have our fear, so we have our failures and we have our confidence and now the areas of improvement. This is the piece that's gonna keep you hungry. Um, I used to have a, a, a little t-shirt line called stay hungry, never go hungry. And the concept is if I stay hungry for living out my purpose, if I stay hungry for getting better at my craft, the more hungry I am, the more I'm gonna eat, the more I never go hungry because I'm always eating because I stay hungry. Does that make sense? Um, I made it up when I was like 19, but um, let me know if I should bring that back. Stay hungry, never go hungry. Anyways, that's number four. Number four is titled Stay Hungry, Never Go Hungry, okay? Um, write down your areas of improvement, the ways and the areas that you wanna be able to improve and get better at what your craft so that way you can stay committed to getting better at your craft. Because remember, it's a growth process and that's what we wanna focus on. If I stay hungry and growing in my craft, how do I continue to do that? What's the process that I'm gonna stay committed to so I know I can do everything well? And this is what's also gonna help you create a growth mindset in the process so when failure creeps up, you're not tripping over it because you know you have the ability to respond with the right mindset and the right skills. All right, y'all, so if you hung out this entire time, I just gotta say thank you. Like, I truly appreciate you for sticking through the entire time. If this touched you in any way, shape, or form, please let me know in the comments. Please send me a DM. Um, I, I wanna have the conversation with you, and if you feel like I can help you growing in these areas, um, you'd like me to dive deeper or something like that, shoot me a DM, an email, or something, um, because I wholeheartedly wanna be able to help you, number one, hear your relationship uh, with the fear of failure and to live out your purpose with confidence. That's why I do this. That's why practice exists. Practice exists so that way I feel like I can be a vessel to those who are just, who are trying to figure out, right? Who are trying to break through some chains, who are trying to, you know, learn how to center themselves so that way they can intentionally seek healing, so they can internally secure their health, so they can live out their purpose with confidence. That's why you wish exists. That's why practice exists. And really, that's why I exist, right? Especially at this love of life is to be able to pour into as many people um, as I can. And this is just one platform. So whether it's one or it's a million, if it's one or it's a hundred, I like, I don't know. Like, it's not my job to worry about how many people uh, dive into this. My job is to show up and to be faithful and to be consistent until I feel like it's time for me to make adjustments, for me to pivot, um, or for me to move on. So at any point in time, if you are watching this, please know that I'm grateful for you. Um, if you share this, please know that I'm that much more grateful for you. If you like and subscribe, hey, shout out to you, um, you know, because this matters. This is a part of my purpose and I want to make sure that the more people that engage in this, the more spaces it'll show up in. Um, and I literally am on a mission to instill the right to confidence in as many people as I can by the way of um, love, repetition, you know, in relationship. And so this is just one avenue, one vehicle that I get to do that by. Uh, so I thank you for your support. I thank you for your love. Um, I thank you for being here. I thank you for just rocking out with me and allowing me to just, you know, go off. Um, and I'm excited. So this is episode three 
of practice. I hope that you were able to walk away with something that's gonna bless your life, change your life, impact your life um, in a positive way. Please share this message with somebody else that you think that it'll uh, impact their life in the same exact ways. I want you to remember that confidence is a psychological mindset that you can develop with intentional reps, that practice doesn't make perfect, practice makes permanent, and our intention, our willing, and our, our ability to focus on developing the habits that will allow us to live out our purpose with confidence. I'm your host, Coach Reese. This is episode three of Practice. We also gotta give a shout out to Jay-Z and Beyonce for being models for us in that way. I also want you to remember that we fear what we don't know. So if you feel like you have that sense of fear crawling up, some anxiety or anything like that, get to the root of the fear. Get to the root of the fear of failure so that way you can grow in your self-awareness and your self-management. And I also want you to ask yourself on a daily basis, what would you do you know you couldn't fail? I have no fear of anything, do everything well. I'm your host, Coach Reese. I love y'all. Remember, you are worthy. Peace.